Welcome to the Life Makeovers podcast. My name is Cindy D. Whitmer, and I am the Midlife Makeover Coach, helping you turn your midlife into your best life one step at a time. Through powerful conversations, my own midlife roller coaster story, and over three decades of helping people transform their lives through counseling and coaching, I am on a mission to help you create your own definition of success and happiness. Thank you for being here. Hey, everybody. Thanks for being here. Uh, you know, today is a sentimental day for me. It's June 2nd. And June 2nd is the day I got married the first time. <laughs> the first time. June 2nd, 1990. I married my college sweetheart who then became the father of my two biological children. And we had been together two and a half years or so. And we're here out of college when we got married. And I was very much in love with him. And I believe he was very much in love with me. And we ended up married, you know, about 22 years when I divorced him. But I was reflecting on that today because, you know, it was my wedding day 33 years ago. And then I just got married the second time on May 6th of this year, 2023. So just, just a matter of weeks ago. And so much was different about these two experiences. So much and, you know, we've been talking about change this week and transformation. And I just, I just want to tell you some stories about the differences. Um, why, you might ask. Well, because I want you to understand that and hear it from me directly, that you can change anything you want in your life that's up to you. You can change anything and make your experiences different in any way. So when I got married the first time, well, let's talk about getting married this time, the second time, okay? So we got married in our front yard, okay? In our front yard. And we invited only the people that we most wanted to invite that were you know, the closest people to us that we most wanted to invite, which meant we left out a lot of people. We left out a lot of people that we love, a lot of people that we delight in, and we left other out other people who some of you would think we should feel obligated to invite to our wedding. And that's one of the differences, one of the changes that I want to share. So when I got married the first time, I felt like I was obligated to invite the people that I invited. And many of them I wanted to invite anyway. But here I was a 23-year-old something. And we had a list of all the who we have to invite people. And I, you know, and you know, it just felt so different this time to just make a list of who we most wanted to have with us. Now, we, ha we, 
we had a longer list and then started cutting people from it because we have this building on our property where we had a dinner in the dancing and we had to be able to fit people in it comfortably. And so, um, so we had to get even pickier and pickier and pickier about the numbers of people that we invited to the event. But the point is, is that 33 years ago on this day, when I had a wedding, I felt a lot of obligation around it, a lot of obligation, like that was a driving force, was a feeling of obligation. And in this planning now, in midlife, in my 50s, it was based on a lot more choice. I carry that theme even further into the choices around the ceremony and the event itself. So back in 1990, when I got married, you know, I got married in a church. I got married, um, you know, a very traditional way. And it was lovely. I mean, it was meaningful. It was lovely and meaningful. And, um, but it was very much based on what we thought we should do, like what everyone was doing, quote unquote, everyone was doing or the way we were supposed to do it. And again, it was fine. It was absolutely fine. But it was so interesting to plan a wedding again at this stage in life and go, what do we want to do? Like we have this blank slate. We can do anything we wanted to in terms of a ceremony or in terms of a location or whatever, whatever choices we make. And uh, it was so fun. It was so fun to plan because we did literally everything the way we wanted to do it. Okay. And even the decision to get married was so much different for me back in 1990 than it was in 2023. So again, 1990, I was in love deeply with this, the man I married. And uh, I wanted to get married. I wanted to be married and so forth. But it was interesting. I never questioned getting married. Like I just thought, you know, you grow up, you leave home, you go to college or you go, whatever you do, you go to the military, you go to job. I went to college and then you fall in love and you get married. Like, that's just what you do, like quote unquote, what you do. And so it was just a natural progression of our relationship. And we both also were people that wanted children. And so we felt like we really needed to have a marriage to properly raise children. And there's nothing wrong with that belief system. And we both definitely believed that, but it was, it's just interesting that we approached it from those beliefs that we had. And so now, you know, fast forward to 2023, I'm a woman in my life. I can take care of myself. My husband is self-sufficient. He doesn't need a wife for any real reason. I don't need a husband for any real reason, but we just made a conscious choice to get married because we wanted to put that, that level of commitment into our relationship and into our life experience. Again, even though we both went through long marriages, difficult situations, and ended up in divorces. And so the, the choice, the conscious choice to be married um, as a person in the life versus, oh, I'm obligated to get married. I should get married. We're supposed to get married. There was none of that. There was none of that 
uh, in my mind or in my heart or in his as we approached it. And so it's just amazing how different, how different it's all been getting married now in 2023 as a 55-year-old woman, now 56-year-old woman, versus getting married as a 23-year-old woman in 1990. So things change, don't they? They change. Change is one of the only constants in life, really, because it, it just, <laughs> people change, circumstances change, everything, all kinds of things can change. And so we want to flow with change, right? Just flow with change and enjoy change as much as possible and have faith in the changes that are happening because any change you have going on in your life can be for your total benefit if you will allow it to be so. It really, really can be. And then just like I taught the other day, change starts in our minds. And so just like me approaching a wedding and a marriage very differently now versus 33 years ago, that all was a change that started in my mind and in my heart. And then the, the logistics of it rolled out, you know, differently. So, um, so yeah, so let's embrace change. Let's embrace change. Let's not fear it so much that we strive to avoid it, but let's em embrace it because life is ever evolving. And if you don't change with it, you might, you might really uh, find yourself in uh, some real uncomfortable territory. For example, here's a great example of that. My mom, who is about 80, almost 80 years old, not quite, but just about, well, I think so. Let me think about that for a second. Yeah, yeah, she's almost 80 years old. She'll be 80 September 30th. She doesn't have the internet. She doesn't have a cell phone. She's, she's just, you know, she hasn't been comfortable kind of keeping up with the technical changes available in society. You know, she's much more comfortable with her landline and, you know, and I understand it. It can be very overwhelming, technological changes and everything and electronics change constantly and everything. And she's, she's remained where she's been for a long time. It just hasn't been her interest or her comfort level, I think. And so, but she just told me on the phone recently, she said, you know, I can't even go to a movie. <laughs> I can't even go to a movie, which is something she likes to do occasionally because I don't have the internet. I can't get tickets ahead of time. I can't even look up. I can't even find out what's playing because I don't have the internet. And I said, yeah, she said, and everything's like that. And she said, I can't even pay cash in some of the places that I, I frequent because they don't even take cash anymore, which is another thing she likes to do. She prefers to pay with cash. You know, she's not a credit card person. And so now the world is changing, right? It's really changed right before her eyes in her lifetime. And so she's, she's having trouble even functioning in the world because she's is not flowing with it, so to speak, by learning some of the new ways to do things. 
And so I can totally understand her resistance for sure. I can understand why it's overwhelming or intimidating and so forth. But that is, it's a good metaphor for all of us to remember that, you know, change is a part of life in all areas of life. And we, the more we resist it, the worse our life experience will be. So if we can get into the flow of change and find our way, you know, to navigate the best that we can, embrace it a little more and really check our thoughts around it and see how those are helping or harming our process of change then we will be happier, healthier people. I promise. Thank you so much for listening to the Life Makeovers podcast. Please like, subscribe, and share this podcast with those that you think would also benefit from what we're doing here. And I will talk to you again soon.